0: Hello and welcome to Huddersfield Town Extra Time here live from the Cairn Prince Foundation Stadium. I'm joined by Michael Heffley and Mel Booth, formerly of The Examiner. Um, Michael, that was a, a frustrating one. We, we missed out narrowly, but it, it felt like that game should have probably ended in a draw.
1: Well, um, of course, we are frustrated, uh, I would say, on the end of the day, when uh, Mipo got like the last last chance of the game uh, in somehow, then we obviously would, would nick a point from there. The chances yeah. were like more on QPR, if if we have to be honest here. Yes, mm-hmm. we had some chances, but I think uh, more chances got QPR. But we stayed in the game. We were focused. We keep the nil-nil. Um, very long which is which is always good to just stay in the game regardless how many chances the opposite has and um yeah obviously we, we conceded then and and this was then a little game changer yeah. we could have nicked a point but on the end of the day um yeah coupé had more from the game Mel, we
0: were we were talking um before we started recording and we said it's, it's a sh- Shame for Lee Nichols that he didn't get a clean sheet because he, he thoroughly deserved one this evening. He made one really outstanding serve from Johansson and, and a couple of other bright moments where he he, he stopped a, a few, you know, advancing QPR moments that, that could have well ended in their, their first goal before they, they ended up did scoring.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it, Lee Nichols has been very impressive since he, he came into the club and he's made a big difference. You know, the back line, I know we've got quite a few new faces in there, but the back line generally looks very solid. And they'll be absolutely gutted that they let that late goal in tonight. You know, it, it really is a case of what might have been. Um, because, you know, yeah. we, we, we had a fantastic chance in the very first 45 seconds. Yeah. Um, you know, and, uh, and Dieng pulls off a, a, a great save from... Uh, um, fr- fr- from, the overla- from from the overlapping fullback Terton, yeah. and that was a great chance. And then at the beginning of the second half, I mean, I don't know what what Michael thought of it, but that penalty appeal, when Josh Caroma flicked the ball, was flicking the ball over the top. That was just battered down. It looked like an obvious penalty to me, and it seemed like the referee had a good view of it, but obviously it wasn't given. But like Heff said. After that disappointment, we stay in the game. There's a half a chance for for Dan Elsinani, which he he fired straight at the keeper. Um, But then QPR sort of kept coming. They kept coming and kept coming. And eventually, unfortunately, um, we didn't stop the cross coming in. And and the guy had a header in front of Lee Nichols, which he put away. And, um, you know, Luke Amos... Um, you know, has, has come on as a sub and he's made that impact. And but it's a real shame for town because, you know, we had a lot of of, of good forward pressing in that game, and yet we couldn't make anything much of it around the QPR box.
0: Yeah, um, Michael, it, it feels to me if if this game was played at John Smith Stadium, it's one that we might have actually won. That that seems to be the. Decisive factor is that QPR had the home advantage; they were more comfortable here. They had the crowd behind them, and, and that seemed to have been the deciding factor. Do you think that's that's a fair assumption to make?
1: I totally agree with you, Raj. I would say if we play, we'll play this game at our a beautiful John Smith Stadium with our supporters in our back, then the energy would be totally different for our for our for our team. Because, like in the John Smith, the supporters they're backing you up. They are like giving you this little bit extra, where you where you where you win the challenges all of a sudden, or when 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 the ball comes toward you, uh, for some reason which is like magic. And I think we we would have we would have won. But like um, like we discussed here, um, on the end of the day, it was it was good to see that they kept. The nil-nil. As long as possible, they stayed in the game. Obviously, we have to learn out of the out of the mistakes how we how we concede this goal because um, we look very solid at the back. But on on this situation where we conceded, the organization was not right. So if we want to climb the ladder of the table, which was today a great opportunity. Then we have to improve in these moments of the game. Yes, Kupia have more chances. We're at home and and playing okay, but like no problem. We have to fight again against this this pressure what they what they give us. And then in crucial moments, we have to we have to be there regardless.
0: Yeah, Michael. Obviously, you Position when you were playing was as a central defender, and you were a brilliant central defender for, for town and, and for other clubs. In your opinion, um, with that knowledge of, of having played, and, and now from a, a coaching standpoint, where do you think the the issue was for town when they conceded? Was it not being able to, to stop the cross? Was it the the fact that Amos had somehow managed to, to get free and, and found some space? Where was the, the the disconnect there that allowed QPR to to, to take the advantage?
1: Well, I, I don't wanna 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 single some somebody out because, like, it was not just uh, one error in in, in yeah. my my uh, my view. Uh, f- first of all, um, I have to review it back because uh, Levi was out there defending the cross, which is not really yeah. position. So mm-hmm. it should be organized there. That obviously Toffs is, is there or whatever, or then at least. Blocked across, and obviously, if Leiva is out there on the box, the whole five back line is shuffling over. Then Tom Lees was dragged out of position. Marty Pearson was still in the same position in the five back line because yeah. they didn't shuffle it over. And exactly where, like the opposite uh, striker scored on a free header, is like this one position missing. either way yeah. we shuffle all the way back. Uh, all the way over, and every place is then occupied, and then is no problem at all. But this position was not occupied, so yeah. uh, we we have to shuffle all or or nobody, and we and we stay. So this was uh, this was uh, the, the the problem in this situation. I can't remember yeah. how they break down the wing. Uh, yeah. I think this was not really a counter attack. I have to watch it back, but on the end of the day, this was exactly the problem, where the striker arrives in the position where normally lees Corwill would be then on Lees position on on the first post, and then everything is 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 great and we defend it. But like we have to be switched on, regardless in which situation of the game. Away we played there as well. Myself, I played as well there, and this. It's hard. It's hard when they're coming, when they're putting pressure on. The cross is coming in, and you literally <coughs> fight for every single ball, every yard, and you have to be there. You have to be focused. Ninety-seven, ninety-eight, ninety-nine minutes.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's a shame, isn't it? Because it's our defense has been as largely excellent this season, and it does fine margins and, and those fine details, isn't it, Mel, that, that make the difference in a league like the Championship, where these two teams, you know, on paper and on the night were, were largely level and, and there wasn't much between them at all. And it is, it is mm. as Michael just, you know, really eloquently ran through just one moment of, uh, you know, not ill-discipline, but where the, the, the defence just wasn't as organised as they usually are. And that's the one minute where, where QPR can take the advantage.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, Carlos will want to work on this concentration element, you know, for the for the ninety minutes. It's cost us a late equaliser at Peterborough. It's cost us two late goals at Cardiff, which we ended up losing the game. Five and points, they're all, they're five all points gone. As well. Yeah, and and you know, another point gone tonight, um, again from a header. So yeah there's there's an element of concentration there that needs to be picked up on also organization like have said but you know it, it, i think we've also got to make more at the other end because from some of the dry you know i thought scott high and lewis o'brien drove forward very well there was width in there at times from you know josh caroma and from uh uh from uh uh, on the on the right-hand side from uh, Terton, and, um, you know, and Dan Olsenani at times as well. People were getting wide and we were getting forward very promisingly to around the edge of the box. And then we had opportunities to, sh- to shoot but didn't shoot. Um, and then we had opportunities to cross and didn't get the right ball in uh, and so there were just little things which were just off kilter uh, yeah. and you know you're, you're away from home against the top six side and you know eventually those little things add up and you know you end up with a result like tonight which you know town didn't really deserve but if you were going to flick a coin and say well one team was probably going to take it towards the end. It was going to be QPR. And that's really disappointing because there's been a lot of hard graft and effort going in tonight and and some decent football along the way as well. And yet town have come away with nothing, which, you know, um, it puts more pressure on picking up points at home. We've got Borough to come, great enticing game to come. And, you know, this is a performance to build on. There was a lot, there was plenty of good things tonight. And it's a shame that town have come away with nothing. but. You know, it does ramp up the pressure to keep picking up three points at home. The next away game, of course, is Barnsley just down the road. So we will have big support down there. Uh, And, you know, very hopeful of a a good performance, even though they've got a new manager in, etc. But yeah, tonight, I really do think, you know, it is a case of what might have been. I think we were very close to picking up a very significant point
0: yeah um michael if we, we try and make a, a few positives as we as we wind down the, the show because it's it's not a result we want to dwell on too much i thought ollie turton um who's been in and out of the side this um this this season it was really positive tonight. It was he looks very confident after you know a really positive dip- display on the weekend, and, and that was one of his his better performances for town, I thought. And he's he sort of establishing himself as a as a wing back in this system in a way that he, he might have not done previously, which is really good to see. And uh, I thought Lewis O'Brien who was making his 100th uh, start in in all competitions. Um, Uh, And our captain, as well, was was brilliant as ever. His his energy, his ability to be in both boxes, the the way he was an outlet and driving and and constantly a nuisance was just uh, you know we're we're in danger at 23 years old of of taking him for granted a little bit. Uh, Do you think that's a a fair thing to say about those
1: two players, Michael? Well, um, to Oli Turton, I would say this this was a, a good performance from him. He he drove with the ball forwards. When he received the ball, he looked. Where can I play forward? He played forward, and then the last couple of games, he was very safe, very consistent. I think he's the most consistent player from from Town because he's never amazing and he's never really bad. He's always like delivering, like a postman. So I I I like Oli Turton because he's yeah. always there. He's you you he's so reliable. He's always doing the job and now if he put something extra on it, playing forward or with the first chance after like uh, 32 yeah. seconds, he could score there if he believes more, he can, he can, he can be like the key man. But he has to get this in his head that he has the power and he has everything what what you need to decide a game. Um, so I'm very very positive about Oli Turton and big credit obviously to to Louis O'Brien, hundreds appearance for Huddersfield Town. Um, yeah, just just respect and big credit for him. We we used to train together when he was a a, a young lad, academy product, and um, I probably smashed in him. <laughs> One or two times too hard, and he never complained. So he's, he's an amazing, fantastic guy. Honestly, Um he was always like working very hard. Um, took a lot of stuff from the senior players, even when some some stuff was not going uh, uh, good. So um, he he absolutely deserved every 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 hail, and especially today, I think from box to box how many how many miles he's covering unbelievable unbelievable in in certain situations how calm he, he takes the ball down with his right foot with his left foot and and dribbles in drives with the ball switches the sides and also intercepts the ball wins the challenges he got like yeah. kicked very hard but he's not complaining he's straight away on his feet okay. with a smile and goes again and this is this the difference between like yeah average players and like becoming very, very big players. Because you never see like um, Lionel Leonel Messi, he gets kicked hundred times in a game, he's always going up and like I show you again, I show you again. And a simple yeah. style of, of this behavior where you can kick Luis O'Brien as hard as you can, but this guy, he's like coming back, he's coming again, and he's coming again, he's like a nightmare. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's a, a great point. Well made, um, Michael. And um, just before we end, obviously, there's there's a short turnaround now until Saturday. We've got Middlesbrough uh, at home in your kinder tag. Um, we obviously want to see a, a packed house at the John Smiths for that one. And, and one thing that, that Town have done well this season is they haven't really suffered many back-to-back defeats. We've always backed up a, a loss with a, a positive result. So do you want to see a, a reaction on Saturday in front of a, a big crowd, Michael?
1: Definitely. We, we will see a reaction and we see as well like a learning curve, I would say. Because like in these games, today was a very big game. Coupé the hanging around as well in the top six. We are sniffing around as well there. And then on the end of the day, like Mel said, we're speaking about details. Okay, both teams could win, could draw. Yeah. Yes, but like on the end of the day, these little details these little mistakes are deciding are you in the top six or are you direct promotion or whatever so we have to get this in our heads uh take the good stuff out of these games what we had and then uh we will definitely uh hopefully have some free points with their kindertag a lot of kids are coming so um, I'm looking forward, especially to this game day, because we invited so many school kids, uh, so many children on the 18th to this special tailor-made uh, day to the to, 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 to the Middlesbrough game, which will be incredible.
0: Excellent. So we'll, we'll, I think we'll leave it on that positive note, Michael. Um, thank you, Mel, for your time. Thank you, Michael, for your time. And, and thank you as ever to, to Sports Broker for making the show possible.